1: Oh, hey, hello there, Doug Mellard. <laughs> hey, Doug Benson. Uh, our guest today, I'm just cutting right to it, yeah. our guest is an actress who not only played Kelly on the show, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, a cult classic. She's in a future cult classic playing Mandy in your film, The Disappearance of Toby Blackwood. <laughs> Her name, yeah, her name is Dana Di Lorenzo.
2: Oh my goodness! Are you ready? Yeah, are you ready? My first
1: question to her is going to be: How did you? How did Doug Mallory coerce you <laughs> into a being in his movie and then b appearing on Wide World of Dogs?
2: <laughs> I can't wait to hear the answer.
1: I hope she's ready for such heavy, heavy line of questioning.
2: and then Uh, you how i coerced coerced you
1: she's been on a couple of my podcasts before so uh she knows what's up and um it's gonna be a lot of fun i hear there's maybe technical issues with her today so uh we'll find out about that uh after we hear the theme song let's go to work Hello, Dana D. Lorenzo.
2: (laughs) Hi. That sounds nothing like her at all.
1: (laughs) I think your mic even cut out a little bit. From like you know, you know, sometimes mics are critical of your impression, and they'll still cut out a little bit. (laughs) It's like in a movie or TV show. Whenever somebody's bombing or they're being awkward at a microphone it always feeds back like that's what causes a microphone to feed back is a person just being nervous about speaking into it <laughs> mm-hmm. oh so it's, it's the worst it happens every time they'll be like adjusting it and it'll make nobody's even talking into it and it'll make that noise like it's really weird how <laughs> they just they just go to that like I noticed they finally stopped going with the, the uh, record scratch as an indication that things have come to a halt. A halt. Whoa, they, they know that young people have no idea what a record scratch <laughs> is what it has to do with anything.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's, that's you such s- a to think about. They still
1: do the wind down. They still do the... Brrr. They can still do that because we still have electricity that, that guides <laughs> some things. <laughs>
2: the, Amish, the Amish won't get that joke, but the rest of us will.
1: Yeah, so um, that's the trouble, is our guest today, Dana DiLorenzo, is Amish, so she's having trouble finding a working telephone. Uh, We were on the line with her earlier with a can and strings, and and she sounded like she's in a great mood, excited to do this interview, but uh, technically uh, has some issues.
2: Yeah. I mean, even this, the string can interview was not the best as far as the quality, but.
1: No, it's so like, no matter how hard you try, you can't hear a fictional thing. You know, you can't <laughs> hear something that never happened. <laughs> so the sound quality is extra poor on that one.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but we did, we have been texting with her. So she does, she's not like stranded somewhere without power or something. You know, she's not in a, uh. Stephen King story or anything.
2: Um, but she's got another. The big weird technological day. Because, like, even when you said power just now, your yeah. voice kind of broke down and it sounded like power. Oh. What's
1: uh, happening. That's how I say power.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. I say it like that. I, I have fun with words. I'm a linguist. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so, um, she's got another interview that's scheduled for when this one was supposed to be over. So to respect that, we maybe get her back on track. Um, we're just forging ahead without her and hoping that she'll just dive in at some point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed.
1: Yeah. I mean... We'll put it in the description. Oh, the guest never showed up, or we had a lovely time talking with Dana. We'll we'll be honest about what happened. Right. And people yeah. don't necessarily read the description. We people am might just be listening, maybe a subscriber. Yeah, I be guess. I I, the I, new,
2: I I guess with know. how we're going right now, the person is right now at least checking the, you know, the description.
1: They might be. They might be going back now to be like, oh, I never really look at the description. They usually have interesting guests. You know, Uh I had one person reach out on Twitter saying, hey, I'm a Doug, so that's exciting. There's <laughs> movement in that area because I still have my live shows, Doug. I say, is there anyone here named Doug? And there never is.
2: Have we thought of a a, a name for, like, Our Army of Dugs, if it happens?
1: No, because because that's the point, is that they shouldn't have a cool name. They're just Dugs. They're just (laughs) real-life Dugs. I keep seeing it now that I've been paying more attention to it or more in tune with it. I keep seeing characters in movies and TV shows where Doug is the... That's the writer doing 50% of the character work, or more sometimes, if it's a really small part you know what i mean just naming him doug is just putting such a a label on him right there uh Whoa. that it's it's such a go-to yeah yeah here comes the goofball it's happening
2: oh, oh, how? About the name. oh thank
1: goodness a- thank oh goodness my you're here goodness Oh, an hour of me talking about that would have been a nightmare.
3: <laughs> well, now I want to know what that was, but I guess I'll just have to wait and listen.
2: We were talking about characters named Doug, how they're like inherently like it's the writer, just like here comes the goofball. So I said, here comes the goofball right as you were coming on. And that was not in reference to you.
3: No, absolutely. That's a very, very kind thing to call me. Yeah,
1: I apologize <laughs> for thinking it was a reference to you. I really, the next thing I said, if we go back and listen to the tape is, oh, she's here. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were here. So it's all, it's, there's some uh, magic afoot.
3: Magic but, afoot. We are here. Oh. It is, I am, I am, can you hear me? I mean, the technical difficulties of today have been hilarious. I'm so sorry, you guys.
1: I think you sound all right to, to me anyway. How about other Doug?
2: Sounds good.
3: Great. Well, I'm definitely always going to be too loud. I've never been told at any point in my life ever that I've been too soft or too quiet. So just mind mind your ears, everybody listening.
2: (laughs) This is not her over Zoom. This is her just yelling across the United (laughs) States.
3: We
1: we have to match her energy today, Doug, because uh, there's nothing worse than Going from whispery to shouty, back and forth, you know, like right. it's hard to just relax and enjoy the ride on the train. While, I disagree. Uh, I think it's, it's a uh, good yin and yang. It's a good way to keep them awake, I guess. Is it whenever whenever Dana starts talking, they they perk up. No, I don't know. They then... might, I, yeah, we.
3: <laughs> oh well, I'll try and be. I'll try and be. I'm going to be. Look at this. Am I? Am I doing a good impression of you right now? <laughs> How's that?
1: Yeah, just keeping it nice and steady. Got it. Uh, maybe even a little slow. And okay, uh, that, that now
3: you're giving me a lot, but I'll I'll okay. Pensive, so-
1: not not pence like, but pensive.
3: <laughs> and
1: you never want to. You never want to be pence like in any public uh, situation. No. <laughs> and um, but pensive is good if you just look if you you know if it's just thoughtful. Mm-hmm. slow, some people might say, but anyway, thank you for being here. Thank you for getting through the technical jungle with your however you did it
3: thank
2: You're you super, thank super you for polished. having me
1: uh It's so easy to have people these days, you know what I mean? like you used to have to set up a table with some snacks on it at the very least when you <laughs> when you have when you have people for a podcast or a show. But in this case, we're all just uh, wherever we are. Can you say where you are, Dana?
3: Yes. Right. And I have snacks. I'm sorry that you guys don't. I brought my own snacks to this oh. recording. I wish I could share them with you.
1: Oh, that's great. I, I just hope they're not super crunchy because people hate that.
3: Yeah, I know. I know that from my radio days. No, I was gonna be. I was gonna. I was gonna make the most. Just find the loudest cellophane package of these these uh, crackers here, and you know, just to really give it the full effect. Like I'm in studio. If like you, like you just said, um, where I'm at, I am coming to you live from my childhood bedroom in uh, Youngstown, Ohio.
1: Uh, How about them apples? I knew it was gonna be somewhere interesting. <laughs> I, I don't think we've had a guest because you know we talk about childhood a little bit on the show i don't think we've had a guest calling from you know you know phoning in zooming in from their childhood
3: from their yes there's there, the is spot, so much, the there is so much there is there is so much more emotion here than normal with me and so much more my hands are already sweating just being in this room thinking about my childhood and all the awkward years and the performances I used to do in my mirror for myself to standing room only for my audience of one being myself. Um, so I, the, yeah, I've never uh, actually done an interview from here. Um, so this is a first. It's an exclusive, if you will.
1: <laughs> well, we always need these exclusives because you got to, you know, once you have it, <laughs> Uh once the show's finished and you put it out there, you gotta promote it somehow. And uh so we need like the most, you know, scandalous thing we can get out of the episode.
3: Okay, well let's do two more then. Let's just add them and we'll and you guys can pick what the most scandalous is. So we got Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> That's pretty scandalous. I don't know if you know the history <laughs> of Youngstown, Ohio. There were a bunch of mob it's a big mob town there was a bunch of mob bombings uh in the 70s and i don't know the the, the front page of the my dad always saves it for me because he thinks it's hilarious um because my my great-grandfather was apparently the i don't know he started the sons of sicily here which basically was a a mob club, <laughs> I guess. But um, uh, I may or may not have ties. That's neither here nor there. We can get in. It depends on how much more scandal you need to get people. Well, that
1: town. I gotta say about yeah. Yo- I gotta say about Youngstown, Ohio, is uh, that's also where coincidentally the flash mob was created. The first uh, people who got together and spontaneously danced a choreographed number.
2: Are you happened, serious? Happened there. What? Are
1: you serious, Doug? What do you think?
2: Uh, I was taking you serious, but I'm I was, joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I guess I, um, I should have sound. I should have said it in a sillier voice or
2: something. No, um, I, I like it when you get one past me, you know what I mean? Okay,
1: you <laughs> do like that. Okay, that's good.
2: <laughs> um, later, that's the. Yeah, oh mob flash mob, got
3: it. Okay. Oh, wow. I am thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one who missed that. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I blame I I blame my childhood bedroom and me not being able to think past the age of 12 or something.
1: Um <laughs> we'll, we'll wow. get there. We'll get there. We're going to get we're going to get through all this all the stages, but uh before we go into our normal uh, routine of uh, a routine line of questioning, um how did Doug Miller get you to be in his movie?
3: You know, he posed as somebody else on Craigslist. And I, I happened to be going on there because I needed to give away a sofa. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do this dude's movie. And then it just so happened that we have a mutual very dear friend um, who, who uh, I think is hilarious. And Doug is obviously uh hilarious and brilliant and that's how I got to be involved and it was so much fun Doug I have talked about this so much recently too
2: oh I can't believe it thank you so much for saying that yeah our our mutual buddy Joe it's 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 Joe's film we'll say but I know you know me you don't know Joe Doug but but yeah our mutual brilliant buddy Joe is the one that put this all together and And you guys go back for a bit, so yeah, that's how she came aboard. Uh, That and the Craigslist thing is also true. Craigslist,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you had to go through all that.
1: What What director did you pretend to be?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. What director, Doug? Warren Beatty.
2: (laughs) Weird.
3: That's why I was like, "What an opportunity!"
2: (laughs) When you when you asked me that, I was like, "What's a weird movie?" And then, but the weird movie that jumped in my head was Dick Tracy from 1990. <laughs> but then I'm like, who directed that? And then I forgot that it was Warren Beatty who starred and directed it.
3: Wow, I think that maybe that's that's our buddy Joe's next move. He's going to star and direct in the new the new Dick Tracy.
2: <laughs> Dick Tracy too.
1: <laughs> God. We didn't need a, a Dick Tracy then. We don't need it now. <laughs> it's just it's never needed it's forever not needed because it's too old of a property now like i i get i just wince at some some of the how old things are that they'll revive thinking that a younger audience is gonna care at all
3: oh tell me that is one of my biggest i well i shouldn't no not one of my biggest <laughs> my, my my i was gonna say my pet one of my biggest pet peeves but my pet peeves list is a solid like couple thousand at this point. So I, this is probably not towards the top, but when they, when they take a classic, you know, exactly what you're saying. And they, and they revamp it thinking it's like you said, going to get a new audience. It's like, just, I, 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 can we just re-release what the original was like, keep it preserved in that, you know, good. I don't know, like seventies, eighties kind of feel like, for example, the, I was just, I don't know what made me look this up the other day, but, my favorite Batman is the 1989 uh, Tim Burton Batman. You know, that's, yeah. that's my favorite. I know that, I don't know if that's cool or not to say anymore, but oh, probably not, do. but I own it. Cause Jack Nicholson and, you know, come on, Michael Keene, give me a break. So I was randomly thinking about, maybe it's all this being in my childhood bedroom uh, <laughs> for for weeks, but I was randomly thinking about <laughs> one of the, the hardest Deaths I've ever laughed at, and um, and one, and that, and it was that scene where uh, it's like the mob guys and Nicholson um, as the Joker goes up and and I think the guy's name is, is Tony uh, and and there he goes to shake his hand and he gets has that little like electrocution <laughs> elect, like electrocution buzzer thing in his hand and the guy starts burning up at the collar and uh, he says <laughs> that great line. I'm glad you're dead. That was a dead on balls. Accurate uh, impression. <laughs> Nailed uh, it. But, you That's know,
1: he in... says, I'm glad you're dead.
3: Yeah. When he when he was once he's dead, like <laughs> once he's caught, I mean, it's so over the top in the best way.
2: Yeah, he's and, fried. He's totally. Yeah, he's, fried.
3: He's, a, he's a toast of a human, a burnt toast of a human. Everybody's you know, he kicks all the other uh, mob guys out who run the city. And this is right after he says to his number two, "You are my number one." I'm, I could act the whole friggin' movie because I know it's that good of an impression, you guys. So um, anyway, what, then, so then he just keeps, you know, is Nicholson's brilliance. He just keeps talking to this guy, this dead, crisp, humid, and then he like kind of breaks his neck by tightening his necktie and says, "I'm glad you're dead," and it's just <laughs> a perfect <laughs> image in a perfect moment. And I feel like <laughs> having, you cannot re, remake that version of that movie. You know what I mean? He was,
1: uh, when that film came out and I went and saw it in a theater packed with people who were all so excited to see it, uh, he um, was just the classic Oh, oops! Our villain is way more interesting than our hero. Uh, kind of thing happened in that movie, even though Michael Keaton's an amazing Batman. Yeah, but but he just every joke that uh, Jack Nicholson had between the line itself and the delivery, every one of them landed. Like he was consistently h- hilarious slash scary through the entire movie.
3: One thousand percent. But I
1: feel like when you take away the audience roaring their approval for long periods of time, the pacing of the movie by today's standards I'm not as as crazy about as uh, some of the other similar types of movies, but it's still uh, major template stuff there for everything we've been
2: seeing. Yeah, because the new Batman is so (laughs) fast-paced.
1: Well, that's the thing. is it's kind of going back to that, but, yeah, then, yeah. But, then just, but then, but then, but then, but don't add another hour. Like, go ahead and have a yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, you know, Blade Runner. Blade Runner is pretty sleepy and thoughtful, and it's only two hours, you know, like you can do it. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> like they, I think this Batman was so long just because they thought people wanted Batman and Gordon to really have like a, a, a mystery that they'd have on like this new Perry Mason or any other crime show. Uh it's a weird movie. That's a weird one. Yeah. Um, but this isn't Doug Loves movies. <laughs> this is Wide World of Dana's, and that's the first question we ask everybody that comes on the show is we say, Do you like the name Dana? We don't care what their name is. You're the first Dana we've had that this is truly applicable. Uh but how, how, what was it like for you? How have you, what's your relationship with the name Dana?
3: Oh, that's, I've never been asked that in my entire life. And what an interesting question. Uh, right? I love that question. World of dogs. Um, <laughs> we all got, look at all the D's we got going on, by the way, can we just rock mm-hmm. the letter D this that's episode true. brought to you by the letter D. Um, <laughs> how i feel about it uh i i sp- i sp- good um i've always i i guess it's how would i answer this cuz i know uh, what i'm trying to say i just don't know how to say it uh i think it's more been like i like it it it's it's fine my name is technically dana rose um because like like a mary joe i think uh like because my grandmother's name was rose um and I think I've always, as I've gotten older, I've realized the amusement of my name in a way that is embarrassing, but I've been able to look at it just with looking at my parents and knowing everything I know about my parents. Uh, That just, you have to, I've I've just, you have to kind of shrug and be like, yeah, I'm just going to be amused by it. For example, what I mean by that is, my, I spell my name D-A-N-A, or my mom and dad spell my name D-A-N-A. And you, there's other spellings of Dana, which is D-A-Y-N-A. I, I think there might even be a D-A-N-N-A, but my mom, I say that because, number one, Dana is not very Italian, right? It does, it's not a very Italian name, and I'm Italian and Sicilian 100%. The reason why they named me Dana is because I'm born on New Year's Day. I wish I were joking. They went with Dana because I was born on New Year's Day, which I was like, you know, you have to kind of laugh at, like, that's why you named me Dana. Okay. But then my mother went a step further, and I noticed this later in life. She, because growing up, like, when, you know, when you go to school at, like, first grade, they, you, they write your name out on your little desk. I don't know. That's what they did for us. And, um, my mom, I don't know how she got the teacher to do it, but my mom had an accent on my name, like on the a, which I mm. noticed recently when I was going through stuff here in my childhood home and I'm like, why is there an accent on the a and, and my mom is now since passed, but she's, but when, she was alive when I went through this, uh, w- when I looked through stuff way back when a couple years ago, and, uh, I said, Mom, why is there an accent on this? That's weird. And she's like, well, that's how I wrote your name. That's what's on your birth certificate. I said, why? Oh. She's like, well, because I didn't want people pronouncing it Dana. And I was like, Dana, that would be two ends." She's like, I've met Dana's and it's, they, they, it's the P-A-N-A. <laughs> it's like, it was, she got so like intense about it. So my name is, so my friends call me Dana. Dana with the accent, Dana Rosé. I don't know why, but because my friends like Rosé, I guess.
1: I saying, have never I've never met or heard of a Dana.
3: <laughs> I have met there it was actually and who I think my mom was referring to was it was another mom of a kid who was a few years older than me in high school. Um yeah. and and but so but then my so that begs the question well then if you named her Dana for New Year's Day. Like this is what other people <laughs> said like uh, now I'm now talking about myself and a weird third person, but, uh, it's like, well, if you named me Dana for new year's day, why not make a D-A-Y-N-A uh, and my they, Cause then my mom, are you ready for her answer? She had an answer. Because, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid. You guys, um, because she didn't want people pronouncing it Day-ina.
1: What? Oh my gosh. She's really but, hung up on how people are going to pronounce it.
3: And yet my entire life, I don't think uh, I can count on one hand how many times people have pronounced my name, my last name properly, which is de Lorenzo. But I've heard every other answer. DeLorenzo, de, uh, you know, DeLorenzo, uh, Delorencia. De I don't know. I, but yeah, a lot of thought. This is the most boring uh, interview answer I think I've ever given in my life. I apologize. I've just never I that,
1: this the accent over that. I'm just stuck on the accent over the A because... To me, that would make people not—they would get it wrong. They think that there needs to be more of a flourish than just Dana. It look make that would make it look like it's that there's more like s- something else you have to do.
3: I agree. I one thousand percent agree. This is my like. I, I look at it like, oh well, this is my parents. nah. <laughs> accent on the first day, dog. Accent on the first day.
1: Uh, Danae. I get it. Danae. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: there you go.
3: So yeah, yeah. I my name, no, but it's always as I've gotten older. Like I said, it's been an interesting revelation of like so much thought, overthought, and well, yeah, and and overthinking. And
1: that alliteration isn't the answer is fun. Uh, is funny because uh, it is a good, uh, the DD, it, it, they do, Dana and Lorenzo do go together well.
3: I think she all, oh, she definitely considered that. Thank you, by the way. But she definitely, she she did, that was like, but that was lower on the list. All these other things, Kate, were more, were a priority for her. But she did like, she's like, I liked how it sounded too. Okay, well, great. So there's, there's my answer. I'm, I'm sorry uh, that uh, it was so long winded. I've just, when I'm asked a question, I've never been asked before. Um, I, I had to process it. So I, I, that's, sh- that explains everything about who I am, by the way, my mother overthinking it and me overthinking everything. It's, it's exactly, it's, it's very uh, apropos.
2: It's just especially weird coming cr- across it way later in life, you know, where you're like, yeah. this is my birth certificate.
3: Yeah. Which it's funny because it's not like, I think my, I'm trying to, I, I think my mother, oh, I never questioned it. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't really know why, but I never questioned why my mom, when she, cause she was a big card sender. She loved sending cards. Um, I I would say probably up through high school, she would still like when she would address me and not on the outside, well, yeah, on the outside is the envelope, but like she would address it and she'd always put an accent like Dana Rose. I would never, ever, I never questioned it really. I don't know why, but yeah, when I finally asked her, I'm like, what is this? I thought she just <laughs> didn't know how to write the letter A. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess it's good she doesn't put it on the rose because then it'd be uh, Dana <laughs> Rose A.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, which is what my friends call me anyway because they think it's so ridiculous that there is a technical accent on my name. So Dana, I'm like, all right, which I don't even like, Rosé, but uh, I like that Dana Rosé. Dana, it goes Dana Rosé. My friend Bryce calls me that.
1: Dana. All right, well, let's create a cliffhanger going into the commercial break. When we come back, I would like you to tell us uh, what your middle name is. (laughs) And we're gonna put the whole thing together and see what we think of that. We'll be right back.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's gonna be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
1: The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need.
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash impact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at britbox.com. We're back and we're here with Dana Rose.
2: I thought we were talking about Dana
1: no, we're talking about Rose.
3: Oh, now you guys have done it. All right, I, I can't. I'm. I feel like I have really went too deep on this, but yes, <laughs> yes, that's 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 why. Also, though, fun fact: one of my favorite cartoons growing up was Doug. What? <laughs> did you not? Did no one else know the? Wasn't it called Doug on Nickelodeon?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah,
3: that's Isn't a real thing.
2: Yeah, I I remember that song. Oh, God, so good. <laughs> what was
3: that like growing up, Doug, with Doug? A, a cartoon that was prime time. Wasn't it like before, uh, like after Rugrats, but before Running Stimpy or something?
2: Yeah, that theme song would just follow you.
3: Well, it's a good theme song.
2: It is, uh, until it's just whistled at you. In
1: middle Wait, did, I, did, I, did I miss something what did you say what your middle name
3: is? I don't I either don't have one or it's Rose. Oh right
1: I, see, now I see. make
3: that that's I what see. it is now Dana Dana Rose.
1: I see, I see. and wha- how much do people mess around with with D Lorenzo? It's capital D small uh lowercase e capital L.
3: Like De Niro, yeah. Like correct. De Niro's is De Niro's is D yeah. e, capital N. Yeah. yeah no. No. They yeah. that. That see. That actually does irritate me because I feel like, <laughs> you know, I wanted. I, I. I'm very proud of my 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 paternal grandfather and and uh, and what he did in life and I. That's you know I that I really really then I get a little bit like my mother where I'm like it's capital L and um I, I get a little bit psycho about it I feel like. Like if it's, if I'm doing something, if I'm, you know, uh, my name is in print somewhere, I want it to be right. You don't not load. For example, I mean, you got to you got what my, everybody else who has a lowercase and then a capital like McConaughey, De Niro. I'm, I can't think of all. I mean, go ahead and throw them out there. You, but yeah. you know, capitalize the L.
1: Yeah, it's. You know, it it is your name, and it's how it's how it's supposed to be done. And most of the time, when somebody's getting a name from one place and putting it somewhere else, they're reading it. So that's why that's always weird to me is when people have spelling errors based on, well, you just took my name from written down somewhere and then wrote it down somewhere else and uh, messed it up somehow. But I do I do admit that personally, I get confused by the. I, I lack confidence when I'm writing out De Niro or McConaughey because I don't know, like, like with McConaughey, if it's M-A-C, capital, hey, 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 or, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but but it, is, yeah. it is actually just M-C, McConaughey, but also, I mean, McConaughey is also like, it's anybody's guess how to spell the rest of that. Right. It's, uh, a, it's a tricky one.
3: That is tricky. A, I have to look it a
1: up There's a G-H in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makanga Maccaug- he, yeah. <laughs> um, If you're just you know sounding it out, but um, anyway, so that so I, I I feel your pain and the pain of people that uh, have to you know figure out it's a capital L in there.
3: That's so well. I just meant I meant specifically. I don't hold that against you, Doug Benson. Um, right. What what I meant is when I tell when I. Put it in print, like make sure you know it's D E capital L or like whatever. For like if I'm doing an interview, it set goes through my managers or something. Mm-hmm. like Just make sure it in print since we're you're they're copying and pasting. Just yeah. make it, and then it doesn't happen and it makes they're still
1: gonna work. get it wrong. Yeah, because then
3: I think it's a different last name. That becomes Delorenzo.
1: Yeah, yeah. When you ask them to do it, they still might not do it.
3: Do you capitalize the end? Direct your
1: request. Name? <laughs> of- I've thought about it because I really, I want people to pronounce it. But, and, then uh, you know, I want it to sound like they're uh, hiccuping while trying to say my name, but, uh, but no such fuck.
3: Well, you could add there an accent too. It's, it's
1: just hard like, to, you know, we talk about this a lot on the show. It's hard to get people to call you what you want to be called sometimes. Uh, and that becomes an issue, but also with your name, Dana, if I could just double back for a second, um, how often is our? I think you might have mentioned something to the effect of uh, how often do people uh, think they're dealing with a man named Dana?
3: Not as often, um, which I would enjoy, to be honest. Um, <laughs> sometimes I pretend I am an email if they don't know me, just to see if I get different reactions.
1: I've done that. Okay, Dana maybe. is a, a Dana. I know more Danas that are men than I know Danas that are women. Do
3: you? You know, do you, that's how, how are they as Danas? Do they represent?
1: Um, yeah. And also, I'm not, you know, it's not a lot. It's like crazy. crazy. Uh, I thought of Dana Gould and Dana Carvey.
3: Great. Love that. They're,
1: they're both very funny, very nice. You know, like uh, I think they, they definitely hold it up. And then uh, I don't know her personally, but uh, actress uh, Dana Delaney.
3: Dana Delaney. Who, yeah, Dana? But, but there, was a lot of those same letters in there. You know what? You just made me think of that. I also, what is going on? You guys are like, I don't. I swear, it must be either your great questions that are then rattling cobwebs of my brain in my childhood bedroom. You, I was trying to think if I have ever met. I know I've seen a, a male Dana, a, a, a male Dana who was, I think his name. He was a local like news guy, and I think his name was Dana Bolish. If I'm not mistaken, growing up um mm-hmm. like this six o'clock news guy locally, but you know what you just made me think of I feel should we should, I feel like this is this is the most interesting thing I've said in thirty minutes. <laughs> I in college when I was at, in depaul <laughs> Chicago had a class with a, a guy named Dana and cut cut to the chase we definitely hooked up and it was very bizarre because we were like we don't it was we were like laughing about how it we were just like oh dana dana dana
2: oh my yeah. god yeah I,
1: was- yeah the weirdest love making i ever experienced was with was a lady named doug <laughs> <laughs> it's really uh it's really crazy shouting your name back and forth um <laughs> No, I can't imagine such a thing. That is really, uh, but it is funny that you that you thought it was funny at the time.
3: We did. It was. I don't know if it was because we had the same name or we just. I don't know, but it was. It was one of those things. When I say hookup, I mean like I think we made out or something. Nothing very. innocent, relative, You know, pretty innocent because I think it was some weird. Like, have you have you ever? I don't know when you kissed that lovely that lady named Doug which I think should be your, uh, your, uh, our, uh, our buddy, Joe's and yours, uh, Doug Melly, uh, um our your next movie title. <laughs> the, the lady named Doug, um, but, <laughs> but it was kind of like, uh, like, I don't, I don't know if you've ever kissed anybody that you had like a good connection with, but then for some weird, whatever reason, they felt like, I, I don't know how else to say this other than like a, a sibling, like, not that I make out with, with siblings or family members, but it would be like, Oh, if, if I ever did, this is what I imagine it would
1: be. Yeah, definitely. You know, no. I hear you. I hear you because I, what, that Doug that we were talking about that I made out with definitely uh, reminded me of how my brother kisses.
3: Ah, well, that's good. Bring it back. Bring yeah. it back to home. Yeah. Yeah. But,
1: you know. yeah. No, I hear you. That's a, that's, like a, one of those that's not a good things. feeling to have with somebody, especially when they're not, you know, when they're, you know, you're, you're absolutely sure this person was not related to you. Correct.
3: One. Right oh, he had blonde hair, blue eyes was like 60. Yeah.
1: So but he was, was a, absolutely he, yeah. not related, Absolutely still no,
3: 1000% not related, but
1: to have that feeling, that's not a good feeling to have with somebody. Well, so. that
3: also happened with a guy that I ended up dating for two years. So, you know, what do I know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. well sorry fellas that are out there uh dana only likes to date people who are are her own brother
3: (laughs) yeah that's true but that's why i'm still single you guys that's it i'm waiting (laughs) so disgusting oh god i can't even joke about that no because i have a hang-up about that too if you want to just really get into it where because my brother's four years younger than me and i cannot i have a weird thing i cannot if, if i find out that a guy that i like is is younger or the same age as my brother, I, I, I can't do, I can't do it. Not weird. Wow. Stupid. What
1: if you were in the city of Philadelphia?
3: Then abso- absolute. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Cause that's where, that's the city of brotherly love.
3: Yeah. So I'm, Oh, I know. Yes. I love so you it could do
1: it there. Place. You could do it there if you wanted to.
3: Only um, in Philly. Only because also weirdly, that's where my grandfather, my grandfather Di Lorenzo, is from so you see it's all family there so yeah maybe then then for sure that's when that's when it's acceptable to be within <laughs> like that is so gross well
1: D. lorenzo is such a fun like it's just it's just uh i i can't I, there's nothing bad about it i mean it's just it, it sounds foreign but not not so foreign and it's fun to say and like we've talked about it's got the it's, it's, a, it's a word that's a uh, camelback, which means it has a capital letter. It's somewhere other than just the beginning. And, uh, um, you know, it's a terrific last name. But it makes me think of another name from the history of motion pictures. Uh, the great Dino De Laurentiis.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, it was fun almost getting confused with him when I first moved to L.A. and was going on the lot. <laughs>
1: And it I thought safe. maybe you might have gotten some uh, nepotism uh, arguments or, or even, yeah, mistaken identity because Dana and Dino are so similar.
3: And it, well, I swear that actually happened. I, I'm trying to think if it was. I want to say in my because I remember vividly it was that parking garage. There's a there's very specific parking garages, um, at all the studios, but like at Warner Brothers, and it was a specific parking garage. And I remember getting a, you know, you drive in to park and you get the parking pass that says your name, and then you go through and walk the, 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 the and then get your handheld pass uh with your name. And I remember. Um, my, um, it was probably my first year, my past said Dino De Laurentiis and then I was like, um, I, I, I just don't <laughs> want any, I like had a moment, I was like, should I just go with it, see what <laughs> happens? And I, I, if this had happened once I'd already been in LA for a while or like how long I've been there now, fine. But I think it was probably my first three months, if I'm remembering correctly, that I was there. And I was, so I I was paranoid that I wasn't going to be able to get in the gate. And so, um the guy the security guy was like oh are you related really, are you his daughter and i was like no no but if it'll get me a call back yes um but yeah i've had one pack <laughs> that was that was actually dino de lorenzo's and then it became a whole thing a, it's like fort knox these studios then they had to reissue everything and yeah one time oh, that happened.
1: yeah but then no, there's it's...
3: also a producer. oh sorry go ahead
1: no, I was just going to say that it's really complicated getting on and off studio lots and stuff. So a mistake like that, you know, it's like that movie Brazil or something, you know, it's, sometimes it's really hard to get it fixed.
3: <laughs> but it was, but I, sh- but it was a, that's a good one to, like that, that's a good one. You know what I mean? To be like what I should have just gone with it in hindsight. But uh, the other, I guess there's also a producer named Michael Lorenzo, and that also happened. Mm. I need, I should have used, see, maybe my life would be different right now if I had just said, yes, this is me. I'm Dino DiLorenzo, Dino Di, Lorenzo <laughs> and Michael DiLorenzo. that's me.
1: Hmm. I mean, at least the other one's the same last name. It's just so funny that they would get you, that you would think, oh, are uh, you know, D. Lorenzo? Are you Di Laurentis's daughter? Like, how? How do they make that leap of not knowing how different those names are?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I maybe because he that he was listening. Maybe he got my name over a walkie-talkie and they didn't put yeah. the accent. I don't know. And then did I'm did showing ar- him my ID, I got Di out here. Exactly. Um, how was that impression? Did I nail that one? Like I nailed I think, the.
1: I think that was a good one. I really sounded like you're on a call box.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Call a call box. <laughs> a call box. Um, what about nicknames for Dana DiLorenzo? Lorenzo? Has anybody had the nerve to call you something other than your fantastic given name?
3: Every I was. That's funny. How you? I was going to mention that earlier. I I have so many nicknames. <laughs> for a two name, for a, a two syllable name, I don't think really anyone calls me Dana if I, in my in my in my vicinity. Like my dad calls me Day. My mom called me Chuck, which, again, with my mom's stories in the name, I don't want to belabor that. Uh, I get <laughs> my mom call always called me Chuck, um, unless I was in trouble. Then it was Dana Rose. But I'm um, Chuck, uh, and. Um, my brother was called dooch and again, Deuch? you know, dooch D like dooch. Yeah. Yeah. Like chook and That's fun to say. Well, well, because it's, well, dooch is apparently il Duce. Do you know what il Duce means in Italian?
1: Um, uh, the prince. One thing. Prince. Oh. Prince
3: the prince is il duce was so they just call him duce duce douche. and i was right. chukamana, i was a Chuk, and i everyone i always you know we, people will ask like, what oh what's when people would hear calling us that i'll just here here's also my life in a nutshell explains everything about me and my younger brother he, his nickname duce the prince mine chicken chicken <laughs> my the prodigal son, the, the the boy in the Italian family, is named the prince, a chicken. Um. Ch- anyway, so that so that's what they call me. My family. Um. I've been called since I don't know high school. Daner, because my friends, my best friend's mom, puts an R at the end of everything that ends in an A. Daner, and so <laughs> Daner. But then the the group of friends from that fourteen <laughs> year old year. One of the one whose mother calls me that called me that whenever I she pick up the phone is spells a D A N E R. My other friends from that group spell it D A N A R. And I know this only like when they're writing a note or texting like hi, you know what I mean. That's how I know how they spell it. Um, Double D because it's Dana D Lorenzo uh, D Lo, but that kind of ended after J Lo once J Lo was around. But they called me D Lo. Um, little D was my starting point guard t-shirt nickname on in, in middle school. When I played starting point guard, I was little D and that was, that's what my coach called me. I didn't. Um,
1: if you were late, I would call you delay.
3: <laughs> Can that be what you call me from now on dog, please? No I'll, one try re-
1: I'll try to remember. I'm not, I'm not that much of a nickname person. Oh. I've given a couple of good ones in my career, and I've, uh, you know, then I retired.
3: Um, oh, well, okay. Well, I'll just know. tell everybody. Can I tell everybody that you gave me this nickname <laughs> and let everybody else? Hear?
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's best when you're running behind schedule.
3: Kind of like today, which was
1: actually yes. not
3: my <laughs> fault.
1: No, but we could still have called you that in your absence. It would have been fun.
3: It would have been. And I enjoy it. And I think that's going <laughs> to be my new, that's my, I'm going to, that's my new nickname. That's it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't believe if people called you D low, uh, it's I guess it's that you could get that out Lorenzo. That makes I'll sense. D
3: Lorenzo D E capital L O. If you shorten
1: yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But this was like I said before J low, which is J dot right. L O. But de- my, my, uh, Oh, weirdly, God, what all this stuff Low weirdly, so. they called me D because I think in high in high school, a couple of my my science teachers called me that, who were in, in their rooms were next to, are you ready for this? Someone else with the name D Lorenzo in Yuckstown, not related in That's... the slightest. We looked into it. Um, I think his name, I don't remember because you know, we didn't call him by their first name. I think his name was Don. He taught, uh, one of the higher up like maths, like calculus or something. His name was Don DiLorenzo and they all called, all the kids called him d D-Lo, Mr. D-Lo. So then that's how I got it. Um, anyway, yeah, d But then, that, like I said, that stopped with j Jenny from the block. I can't compete with j you know?
1: Right. It does kind of, uh, I guess she's the one that has that, uh, a lock on that, it's- but uh doesn't seem fair
3: right because it's de- it's also technically my name d-lo d-e-l-o it's yeah there's, no d- d- there's no. not a d dot low but that's <laughs> I okay also- i love j-lo she can do no wrong
2: what about I think,
1: uh, you wait what about else? what
2: elo
3: c-lo oh
2: yes. i love can you I-, I wish i was a little bit taller wasn't that the guy
3: yeah. Oh, I thought you said CeeLo. Oh, Skilo. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yes. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish. <laughs> yes. That is Skilo. Yes. Wish I was a baller. I mean, who doesn't love that?
2: You are a baller.
3: Yeah. I wa. I was. Little D was a baller. Little D. <laughs> oh wait! Was a, I thought of another
1: one. baller. I thought of another one. Diplo. Guys,
3: oh, nice. this is a fun game.
1: <laughs> yeah. How many? how many uh musical artists go low
3: wait diplo famous people j-lo diplo ski- how many we got D- j-lo diplo <laughs> ski-lo <laughs> ski,
2: um there's
3: gotta be there's
2: gotta be <laughs> i enjoy this show. uh
1: p-lo <laughs> <laughs> wheelo <laughs> zelo 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 yeah i think that's it for
3: for the lows the the, the, low,
2: the low family i think you broke a record for nicknames on this podcast
1: uh yeah th- when we ask people if they have a nickname right, maybe sometimes they might be too embarrassed by some of them but i think for the most part people don't have a lot of nicknames and if they are divided up between school and like that adult life, like, so what's the number one nickname people have for you now, Dana?
3: I mean, uh, I guess a lot of people just call me D like the letter D, but right. Dana Daner and D and then what my family still calls me, which are, you know, my uh, day, Day is my brother and my dad, D is my friends, and Daner is that group of friends that... uh,
2: You ever get a Danimal?
3: Wow, yeah, somebody, some, oh, wow, when, who did call me that? But, like, who yes, I forgot about that one. That would have been for, uh, something, I'm, I'm, can you hear me thinking, can you hear my gears turning? That definitely was, was that college or high school? Yes, actually, 1,000%. No no BS. I'm serious. Cannibal, yes. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And other people, this is not technically a nickname. I can't believe I'm still talking. Am I boring you guys to death with my, my stories? <laughs> kind of like as I catch myself in my midtown, I'm like, who this? I, I'm boring myself with my deep thought of the name. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh. Um, uh what? what um, oh, what, people don't call this as a nickname, but there's, I also always get, always, especially because uh, of, you know, the, the genre I tend to be uh, associated with, like the horror, like whatever genre, but um, I get, there is no Dana, only Zool. Oh,
2: nice. Oh,
1: Dana from Ghostbusters.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Another great I, classic. Another
1: I feel classic. like they say her last name at some point. I'm sure uh, they heard it. Dana something. But, yeah, Dana. De Laurentiis. Uh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the nerds that wrote that movie named her after Dan- uh, Dino De Laurentiis. <laughs>
3: See, he this, almost heard it
1: up, That's where sorry. they came up with the name Dana. <laughs> um <laughs> All right, so you were on a radio show in Chicago uh, called Man Cow. Yep. And um, I never really, I was a guest on Man Cow once even, but I never never really grasped why why he's called Man Cow. But you also had, you didn't go by your actual name on the Man Cow show.
3: Well, that wasn't my choice. That was that was the name he de- he he de- he de-
1: called me. you. He said you are from now on you are Miss Marissa Sanchez.
3: Yes, he said you're going to answer. Uh, he's like this because he I ha, if I remember how he said it, it was uh, that it was like a he considered his show a theater of the mind kind of thing where uh-huh. just over the top guests and you know i would part of being an on-air personality was i'd have to book um special guests would we call them which was actors pretending to call in to have some crazy uh, story or something they needed advice on to get the phone lines to light up with you know in support or against you know what i mean so it was kind of that that, uh, you know, wackiness. And so, yeah, I, I, when I got the job, he's like, you're, you're Marissa Sanchez now, la Latina heat or something. I don't know.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. So what that was, it, was that What was it like being, uh, you know, I know you've played characters and things, you know, like Kelly on, uh, Ash versus Evil dead, but like, what's it like, just like, you know, sort of just being given by a random individual, a, a new name like that. Did you did you prosper as Marissa Sanchez? Did you like having that alter ego?
3: Uh, did I prosper? I don't know. I have no idea. I really had no kind of like a lot of things in in my life how they've all gone gone. I I I had no idea what I was doing. I was fresh out of college, like six months or whatever. And I, I was uh, working as the marketing coordinator at house of blues. And, but I'd also had done Tony and Tina's wedding. So uh, during Tony and Tina's is when this audition came up because one of the guys, anyway, I don't need to give you that whole backstory, but I, I had no idea. I'd never set out to do this. I guess it was more like, Oh sure. I'll audition. I guess. I don't know what I'm doing. And I was just told, try and laugh every 30 seconds. Um, And so what did I, did I prosper? I, I've learned a hell of a lot uh, when you're thrown in the deep end with some, you know, he because especially Mancow's mind, uh, he, he worked very, very fast and had, uh, had a, you know, a producer that would read his mind for what sound cues and every, like uh, 10 steps ahead of him. It was actually pretty spectacular to watch it in that sense. Um, did I like having... The, the name, yeah, yes, because a lot of the things or, or stances you'd have me do were, were, you know, things I just felt better having a character, playing a playing a character. And I'm just more comfortable being characters in general. You know what I mean? Even, even if it wasn't constantly, it wasn't something I was actively thinking of when I was on the show, I liked having the alias. Except I have a ton of headshot or a ton of autographs signed by some massive people that are to Marissa. So that was kind of unfortunate. <laughs> like, I mean, everyone from Alice Cooper to Duran Duran to. Oh, um,
1: you would never whisper. I'm actually Dana to anybody.
3: He, I was pretty threatened. I was, I was pretty much, yeah, I was so afraid of, of, <laughs> of that because of, I, I was like, you, you're, if you ever tell anybody uh, you're out or something, I don't know. So uh it was kind of, Similarly, you know, <laughs>
1: that is such a power move that I, you just come in there and he goes, "I will name you. You will be called this in my presence."
3: <laughs> but it was good to have. It was good Uh, in hindsight. Once, well, because I, like I said, I, there was no like booklet of how to do this. So once, yeah. and he was very, you know, shock jock kind of morning, mm-hmm. and that whole thing. But also, you know, had had segments that were pretty intense and and thought-provoking, but uh, I did like, uh, like I said, in general, I would come up with a character name. Maybe it'll be Delay. Maybe that'll be my new, <laughs> my new character name just in life. I like, uh, I don't know, uncomfortable being me half the time because I look at, look at police. I got accents on my name. i got stories to go for days about names. <laughs> Who wants it? It's so much easier to be somebody else's <laughs> name, you know?
2: It's cathartic to hear this because my name's actually Ronald, but Doug was like, this podcast isn't gonna work with a Ronald. His ah. name is Doug. It's weird,
3: dude. How do you feel? Like, do you identify with the character you're playing as Doug? Is, Yeah. Did you create a backstory for Ronald? <laughs> I mean, for for Doug? Did you create as Ronald? Did you create a backstory <laughs> for Doug?
2: <laughs> well, just a goofy boy from the the southeast.
1: <laughs> yeah, this isn't the only thing Doug lies to me about. Um. <laughs> Well, Dana, you've been a delight to talk to you about your name. You you were absolutely right when you, your original assessment that you would have a lot to say. Uh, I'm sorry. To be I No, yeah. you said, I'm going to have a lot to say, and then you had a lot to say. I, it's the, it's an impressive follow-through. And uh, it's also what we want on this show because... It, it, sometimes, you know, you interview people that are uh, actors and comedians, musicians, especially, but let's not get into that. It, it can be a little, uh, you know, teeth pulling, you know, it can be a little hard to get stuff out of out of people or, or uh, you know, have a uh, fun conversation. So uh, we appreciate that uh, that you did have so much to say about what we wanted you to talk about. It's not like you were talking about changing the subject.
3: You I just I mean? well thank you but you're, I, I think you're right
1: on you're exactly what we wanted from a guest.
3: Well, uh, thank you. I, I I I I hope I I think I'm going to now think about this the rest of the day be like why did I go on and on about that name or that? I think it's you asked such I'm, dead, asked I'm you. serious. You asked such phenomenal questions that I've never been asked and you made me clear the cobwebs in my In my brain, in my childhood bedroom. So thank you for asking this
1: question. People now, when listening to other episodes of the show, keep in mind what Dana is saying here is that uh, every guest is being asked questions they've never been asked before and that their minds should be blown, even if if they're acting like they're
2: not.
3: My mind is absolutely blown. You can quote (laughs) me on
1: that. Um, Do you have anything that you would like to uh, plug for places for people to... uh, uh, look for things that you've been up to
3: uh sure uh i got to cross off a bucket list thing uh you can't see me in it but you can hear me in it i got to voice an original character for uh the 80th anniversary of of sylvester and tweety for for you know the Looney tunes for uh yeah. for warner brothers and it's a new movie that's out now called king tweety and i got to uh voice an original character named Iza. So that was that was just a bucket list thing that I I I think it's a fun movie and sure, would love sure. to just why not tell people about that and also keep your eye out because it's on it's it's in the festival circuit right now right Doug, Doug Millard are this phenomenal movie that is starring and co-written by Doug um, called The Disappearance of Toby Blackwood
2: oh, and
3: man. it is
2: <laughs>
3: it, you have to watch it what if you just watch it for doug that's all i gotta say i'm here to say i want to plug that and watch it for doug
2: well, and you, were, you were so great in it and uh and yeah thanks again for being in it and and uh <laughs> we're in the middle of uh locking up distribution right now so we should have a date soon so that's exciting
3: fantastic well it's <laughs> no, never too early to mention it the disappearance of toby blackwood
2: well, thanks for getting so great people. lately that's really appreciated
3: Oh man, I'm. I think it's. You're so. You are so brilliant in it. Don't get me started because you know I'll talk <laughs> another hour about your brilliance in it and how funny it was and the and the awesome actors that that are involved and how you guys shot it during the pandemic and oh it, it, I could go on and on and I have been going on and on but yeah definitely keep that uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled for that
2: yeah. Thanks,
3: Dana.
1: Um, I'm going to be at the rec room in Huntington Beach this Sunday at 4.20, celebrating Dab's Day. And then uh, I'm taping at Douglas Movies at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles on Wilshire Boulevard on July 17th, Uh, also at 4.20. Well, that's kind of a running theme. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Hmm. Thank (laughs) you, Dana DiLorenzo. And, oh, Doug, do you have anything else you wanted to plug?
2: Uh, I realized I was going to plug a show that I can't plug. So just find me on social at Doug Mallard. Oh, uh,
1: okay. Yeah, I'm on a show. show.
2: I I can't do it. I'm like a secret guest or something. (gasps) Okay.
1: That's exciting. I like a good secret (laughs) guest. All right. Uh, Thank you, Dana.
3: Thank you, World of Dogs. I had the best time.
1: Thank you. That's good. And uh, we always do the last uh, line of the episode is kind of a pun or something using the guest's something we talked about or something about the guest so as always dana versus the evil doug
2: got it
3: look around you can find cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying
0: cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader